0: Welcome viewers to the Thought Leader show. I'm Major Sunil Shetty. Metaverse is the buzzword across social media. So what's metaverse? Well, it is a combination of two words where meta stands for beyond and verse stands for universe. Basically, the new age technology such as artificial intelligence and augmented reality are helping bring virtual world and real world in one space. That's why it is a big hit among online community such as gamers. To get a better understanding of metaverse and its future we have with us nicholas aston he's the founder of aston in metaverse welcome to the thought leader show nick hi oh, great thank you for inviting me on coming to metaverse uh yes. aston in uh, uh, aston in the metaverse uh, is the other platform that you run so tell us about this platform what do you do in this platform and have you also created you know, a virtual Aston on top of your real world.
1: <laughs> Great question, and yes, we are we're we're working on that as we speak. So yeah, it's going to be a combination. Hopefully, in the next month or so, um, it'll be a combination of, of the both. Really, um, the metaverse at the moment um, is what it, well, it's brand new. This is probably for me um, the most exciting part of what we what we're doing because, as I say, I came into the the, the crypto space. Um, although a lot, of, you know, a lot of people are saying this is still very, very early days in the crypto space, the blockchain space, there's a lot of growth yet to come. But I still felt that I came in sort of several years behind everybody else. But because, but because of the met- metaverse and it being kind of this new technology and, you know, it's trending. Everybody's looking at it now. People are very, very excited about it. Um, I'm I'm very excited because I'm kind of forming along the same platform the same time as, uh, you know, the Facebook meta and uh, Superworld and the the other companies that are uh, now kind of, you know, producing these amazing metaverse projects. So yeah, it's very exciting times. And I thought, personally, I felt that with Ashton Talks Crypto, which is still going to be going, of course, that the metaverse needs its own podcast, it needs its own platform. So um, it was just a natural progression to start Ashton in the metaverse, just dealing as a niche. As something that is um, uh, the, the Ashton talks crypto is a whole spectrum of different topics, of course. But Ashton in the metaverse is just Ashton in the metaverse.
0: Not very many people understand what metaverse is all about. Yes, there is a broad definition of you know the virtual world on top of the real world. Uh, yes. For you, as Ashton, what, what metaverse? Uh, what, what does it mean to you?
1: For for me, Metaverse, again, you're correct. I mean, you could have a different conversation with many people which I have had um, that are in the industry that have got a kind of different way of of kind of explaining what it means. But you've got to remember as well that you know we're moving now into web three as well. We've gone through web one, web two, and now we're in web three. Now, web three pretty much is going to be totally immersive. That's the next stage, that's the next generation. If you want it. to be like that. If we look at web two, it's two dimensional, we can talk to people like we're talking to each other. Now, we can go on to Facebook and so on and so forth. Whereas web three, and the metaverse have been created in unison together to give that total immersive opportunity for people that want to do that. So the the metaverse and web three is simply just the next generation of the internet. Um, As far as I'm concerned, and I'm aware, that's the direction and the whole creation of meta. The reason that they're doing it is to just take the next generation of the internet further. So do you think,
0: as you say, you know, the immersive engagement over net, do you think it is going to be limited to the, the social media or social engagement, or there is other use case application of metaverse?
1: Well, literally, it's just exploded over the last couple of months, whereby it looks as though every single industry from banking to fashion to sports, pretty much every industry are now creating or looking at creating their own metaverse, and what I mean by that is that Amazon. I mean, we're, their list is endless. Disney of just are now looking and creating their own metaverse. I mean, how that's going to look like, or what that's going to look like between now and the next couple of years is kind of unknown at the moment. But that's the exciting part of it: is that we've all have this. We we all have this opportunity now to go through the journey with these people. With these companies, and even to the fact where um, we can now news channels, for example, will you know will be going towards the metaverse as well. You know, the, the the big difference at the moment is the VR headsets. You know, the the instruments that we put on our heads to get into the metaverse into 3d are still quite expensive at the moment and um, so it's going to kind of you know stop a lot of people from being able to do that so i think we've got another couple of years to go before everybody will uh, you know put a pair of uh, head- put a headset on and uh, getting to the metaverse but business meetings again Was it something to do with the pandemic, whereby a lot of people, as we know, were locked down around the world? And, you know, of course, that created a work from home environment. But that work from home environment was, of course, three uh, in 2D, which means it's on uh, platforms like this on on Zoom. So therefore, the whole immersive business meeting, um, again, from work from business will be done in the metaverse, we'll have our own our own avatar, we'll enter the business meeting, we'll sit there with our colleagues at work in a, in an office environment in the metaverse. So the metaverse will be touching pretty much on every part of our life. In fact, what they're calling it is digital twinning. So pretty much everything that we do in our real world, uh, we should also be able to do in the future in our virtual world. This is what I was about
0: to come to, you know, the pandemic, you know, in, in many ways, gave us the first experience or exposure to metaverse living in a uh, not in a virtual world but that feel of a virtual world so do you think we gen z uh, would be more adapt to it i I see my kids you know who are in the 10th grade one of them is 10th grade one is a uh, second grader Uh, they're very comfortable using technology and working from home sitting anywhere and attending a class so they're the ones that is the generation which is going to be much more you know adaptable to the, the whole concept of working in a virtual world as you call you know having their own digital twin
1: yeah, yeah. Well, all of that. Yes, I mean, I I have teenage daughters, and uh, you know, they've grown up um, through. I mean, they will take my my phone away from me, and uh, you know, do something that it needs doing on. Um, and they're like thirteen years old, you know. And I'm thinking, well, and they do it in a couple of minutes, whereas I stare at the phone still for an hour, thinking, well, it's not working properly. They're just born into it, you know. We have a whole digital transformation going on around the world at the moment, which the gens. Z will simply just adapt and fall into. Well, not even adapt. It's just kind of inbred into them. That's something that they don't know any different about doing. It's it's what they do. Um, but the big not issue, but what what will have to happen is that large companies and maybe not even obviously not tech companies will have to start to enable and adapt. And digital transformation will have to be adopted and adapted into those companies to enable um, the, you know, the the, the immersion of of, of, um, the metaverse into that. Um, So it will be an easy transformation for them to be able to do. How long that will take? um, I don't know. I I totally think that the, um, the pandemic and the lockdown kind of thrust a lot more quickly people into thinking like myself, you know, that I have to kind of um, transform the way that I do business for the future. Otherwise, maybe I feel that I'm going to be left behind. So it's not so much um, the uh, Gen Z, you know, our, I suppose, next generation coming up through um, into their working environment and their living environment, social environment. Uh, you know, for them, it's just a natural progression. They don't think twice about it. But for business, um, that's, that's a different story.
0: Uh, and also this is also going to open up uh, you know, the need for skill, a skilled workforce, uh, and open up probably open up new jobs, isn't it?
1: Yes. Well, absolutely. And w- there are a lot of platforms out there, well a lot of recruitment companies. Um, around the world at the moment, uh, that are not quite there, to be honest with you, you know, and what I mean by that is that, you know, they're they're stable in their roots of um, in their local area, I suppose, where they're where they're working, I have a there's a company in Spain, um, that's a perfect example, that are looking to new prospects and new job um, applications, and the next generation of of people that are going to be looking at different types of jobs completely these guys are not going to be wanting to be lorry drivers or or butchers or anything like that they're looking at the next generation jobs all the different titles that they've got and frankly what for what i've seen a lot of recruitment companies are not adapted for that at the moment. Yes, there are um, specific niche platforms um, that do this, but there's just not enough at the moment. But of course, this is without doubt the direction um, that uh, that our next generation, Gen Z, they're gonna be wanting to be involved in, in so much. I mean, you have the whole financial industry now that is all going digital. It's all going decentralised. Um, the blockchain industry, which is huge and, and impacts on pretty much everything in every business, you've got obviously the metaverse that's coming in now. That's uh, the, the NFT space. That's more for the creative people out there, digital artists and things like that. So there's a, you know, the world's completely changing. You know, with, with regards to this. So again, I think there's probably another couple of years. Um, to to, I suppose, close that bridge uh, between um, companies that need, To really be looking at this now and and starting to stabilize their their companies within this all of these industries and um and and the kids (laughs) our next generation they're all up for it and they can't wait and
0: and are there any red flags you know when it comes to metaverse uh what i'm trying to arrive at is if we start engaging if we limit our engagement to a virtual world is there a risk of us not knowing how to interact in the real world
1: yeah it's a fantastic question and in fact I'd done my very first podcast last week um, from Ashton in the Metaverse, which I'm going to be posting today. And what I decided to do, um, there's so much excitement out there. There's so much hype out there for the Metaverse at the moment. And I'll be honest with you, from what I've seen, it's most um, companies that are kind of just springing out of the woodwork that are trying to sell something. You know, social media is a space now where it's not really... Uh, regulated. It's never been regulated. We've been arguing about this for years now uh, with the big corporate, big tech companies, and they've never quite got there. Um, And so, yes, with the metaverse, because of what's happening and because of the excitement, there's a lot of things out there, and and it's all going towards somebody looking like they're trying to make a fast buck out of this and disappear. Mm -hmm we have an opportunity here. If we can learn from the mistakes that have definitely happened from the likes of Facebook, and all of the social media platforms, really, all of these red flags that you're talking about, there are so many. So Again, the great thing with Ashton in the metaverse is and the first podcast that we done was to talk about red flags, to talk about the dangers. And actually, funny enough, to talk about what nobody else is talking about, which are, you know, know, what's going on out there and what are the right products to invest in? Are there any good um, products to invest in? What does it really mean with regards to NFTs? What are you actually getting involved in? And also, um, something a little bit more, I suppose, dangerous is, um, you know, looking at what's happening with regards to policing the metaverse as well, you know, with regards to bad language. And uh, there was a, um, there was a, an, something happened just a couple of weeks ago, where apparently a young lady went into the metaverse with their avatar, uh, with her avatar, and was starting to get groped by other members within that group, you see, and that is really frustrating um, because uh, you know w- we should be really thinking about getting all of these things sorted out now at the beginning before we start opening up platforms. I mean, we talk about the metaverse being an open space. You know, the the we the same as the internet. The internet is an open space. We can go on there. We can you know pretty much do what we want. it's never been policed properly. And it's still some for some reason, very, very difficult to do so. But with the metaverse is going to go in an even more dangerous field. um, Because of course, it's so much more open. And it's so much more collectively open for everybody to be inside and get involved and and do what they need to do. So uh, yeah, the, the policing and the red flags um, there, there, there's so much of it. A lot of it is in the podcast that I've do, that I've just done. But what a lot, what what we are saying with Ashton in the metaverse is do your homework first. Uh, there are a lot of companies. I mean, I'm pretty much seeing two or three new ones. Um, every single day. There's a lot of Facebook platforms out there. If they're trying to sell something almost immediately, without um, anybody being able to take a journey through the product, the company, who they are, what they are, just simply do your homework, really. Um, meta in the last week or so, um, based on the scenario with the young lady, um. They're looking at or they've started to create what they call a bubble. You know, you've got this bubble around you, which stops any other avatar invading your space. But it's kind of like you're floating around in a bubble, which defeats the object of the open metaverse. And this is meta. You know, so uh, really, uh, realistically, we've still, um, I believe, got a long way to go. But I think all of the I's should be dotted and all the T's should be crossed before we start really indulging into selling property on the platform and everything else that's going on. I understand it's a very exciting time and it's trending and everybody wants to know. Personally, I think everybody is running before they have learned to walk.
0: Uh, Very right, very true. Uh, So uh, with time, I guess, even Metaverse is going to to mature in terms of uh, how the technology works, how people interact. Uh, And yes, some checks and balances will have to be put, may not be a bubble, but definitely some kind of a, you know, security ring around people, which can, you know, prevent people from doing what they're not supposed to do.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that needs to be done now. I think the problem with um, Web 2.0. And the internet now is that it's, you know, what happens is you get bad actors, these people that, uh, that literally will be, be doing something bad no matter what. And they'll find ways of doing it, of course. So the, the big tech are the uh, providers, they, these are the co- these are the guys that are spearheading, you know, uh, and, and will come along with and give information and help to every other company uh, that's going to be involved in the metaverse in the future and, and, and Web3 as well. So it's quite important for them to take a spearhold of and, and move forward with regards to, to, to this information. I think once it gets out there and once uh, it goes too far and nothing's been done two or three years down the line then a little bit like the internet, it's going to be very, very difficult to rein that back again. So it's all about big tech. And it's all about companies that are getting involved in the metaverse, uh, you know, doing their homework first and making sure that their platform is policed correctly, that there's due diligence done on the people that are um, able to get into that space. So this is the most important thing I believe should be done before we start looking at all of the more kind of, uh, you know, interesting and attractive parts of the metaverse.
0: So uh, thank you very much, uh, Nick. Thanks for joining me. And uh, hey, I look forward to hosting you for, in other shows. I know we have got a lot to talk about, uh, yes. be it uh, about NFTs, and I want to bring you on uh, some of our panel discussions also. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, for that very Great. Forward. Thank
1: you.